Hey, everybody, welcome to our midweek podcast. This is Pastor Josh, and we're going to continue on in our This is Elam series. I mean, this is really all about our church, who we are, our vision, and how we accomplish that through our mission statements. And so, again, just as a reminder, our vision statement is that Elam is a community on the journey to be more like Jesus. And so we, the last few weeks, we've been talking about the house. How do we get there? And today we're going to be talking about our third mission statement, which is that Elam exists to equip God's people. I mean, that's a kind of a big, a tall order, isn't it? Especially when you think about church. I mean, most people, when they think about church, what they're thinking about is, well, I have to go to a specific place on a Sunday morning or a Saturday night, in our case, for example, and I'm going to get all ready, go, I want to hear a good sermon, I want to experience some good worship, and then I go back to my just kind of normal everyday life. That's how most people in Canada think about church. And, and I mean, for the most part, when you look at the statistics across the country, no wonder people are kind of disenfranchised with it. If church is literally just a place where you go to kind of consume something, and if it doesn't consume, if you're not consuming what you think that you should be getting, lots of times we get kind of cynical and jaded about it. And yet, if a church starts seeing itself differently as it has a role to play in the lives of the people that actually do come, that it's not just about entertaining folks, but it's about giving them what they need. Well, that's really what we're talking about today, that our role as a church, as Elam, as a pastoral staff, leadership staff, is really to invest in you so that you are equipped with what you need and so that you can grow in maturity. And ultimately, that's what Ephesians 4 says. Pastor Marvin referred to it uh, last week in his sermon, and this this is what it says, Ephesians 4 Verse 11 to 13, it says, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service, so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. I mean, there's a few things going on in that particular portion of Scripture, right? Here are five leadership gifts that God gives to the local church. And again, Pastor Marvin said, we're not going to be talking about whether or not these are offices or functions. You can have a debate about that all day. But the idea here is that Paul says, look, there are, there are these leadership gifts that we're giving to the church for a reason. Not just to make people feel good, but ultimately it's what? In verse, um, verse 12 it says, to equip his people for works of service. Well, the first thing that leaders, as their gifts to the local church, the first function that they have is to actually help equip you. And so our job, our role as leaders at church are not just to make programs for you to, to, to be a part of so that you feel good about yourself. It's really about giving you what you need so that you f- you're equipped to live out a human existence as a follower of Jesus. So you can live your best Christian life, so that you can actually be part of God's mission. And that's, that's kind of the, the next part of it, is that it's not just for the sake of coming to church and feeling good about yourself. It's one, to be equipped. And two, he says, so that we can reach unity as a church, as well as so we can reach maturity. Like the idea of equipping is not about just doing things so that you have the tools that you need. It's That's only one part of it. The second part of it is to help you grow and mature in your faith with Christ so that it's not shallow, so that it's actually something very deep. It's something that takes your life in a space that leads you to 
to better relationships with your kids and better relationships with your parents and better relationships with the people around you. I mean, when you think about life in general, it's made up of primarily some some very big things, right? Like relationship with God and relationship with other people and relationship with yourself. I mean, that's really the three categories that make up life in general. And so when we talk about equipping, we're not saying that it's just about creating nice programs, that it's about giving you what you need to be able to do life successfully so that you thrive and not only survive. And so Pastor Marvin kind of went through a few different things, uh, two two specific ways that we're called as a church to actually help uh, you grow and be equipped. And one of them is through God's Word. Pastor Marvin referred to a scripture in 2 Timothy. It's 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, and it says this, All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Like, we really here at Elam believe that it's the Bible that's actually going to help you, give you what you need, give you the framework for how to live out this life and to live it well. So that's why so many things that we do are biblically based, are based around the Bible. And and really, at the end of the day, it's because we know that we, in and of ourselves, don't have enough wisdom to give you so that you can actually overcome a hard situation in your life, so that you can thrive in spaces that a lot of people are actually dying in. Like, we know as a pastoral staff that, you know, as, 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 much, as, as much education as we might have had, as much wisdom as we might have over experiences over life, that at the end of the day, we're flawed human beings, and the only thing that we can do is point you to the scriptures. And so together as a church, everything that we're trying to do is relate to that. So the things that we're, we're trying to give you on a practical level so that you can grow, things that we can equip you with so that you can grow when it comes to God's word, is one, right now, media. One of the ways that we understand that people's lives are busy is, is that their intake of digital media is, is huge. I mean, we're constantly on our phones. There's a book by a guy named Adam Alter, and he, he would say that the average adult is on their phone between three and a half and four hours a day. I mean, that's a lot of intake of information, whether it's just texts or social media aspects or whatever it is. I mean, we're on our phones a lot. And so if there's one way that we can help to put God's word into your heart is giving you access to something called Right Now Media. It's essentially the Netflix of Bible study material. And if you don't have an account, you should probably get one. And the way to do that is to go to our website and you'll see a banner that says Right Now Media. You can actually click it and it will send you to a a website that you can create an account and have free reign and access of it. There's about 18,000 videos on the site. I'm telling you, uh, you can watch this stuff at the rink. You can take it at a, a break, um, you know, a lunch break or a coffee break during the day and play a 15-minute video all about God's Word. It's actually a Bible study tool. The other thing that I think would be really helpful is if you're on your phone all the time, there's an app in the App Store or in the, the Play Store on Android. It's called Uversion. And literally this thing is a Bible app, but it has so many other components to it. It has Bible plans in it. It's got reference points. You can search up any portion of scripture that you want. These types of materials actually help you and I grow. And and the reality is at no other time in history have we had such access to the Bible, especially in North America. And yet, I read a stat a few years ago that said that the average Canadian evangelical 
reads, uh, I think it was 11% of evangelicals read their Bibles daily. Well, if the portion of Scripture we just read is true, that God's breathed out word is good for us in the areas of correcting and teaching and equipping and, and all of the other things, if we're not reading it, no wonder so many of us feel like we, we just don't know what's happening in our own lives. Another resource for you that would be really helpful, we're already in the middle of a cycle, but after Christmas, we're doing a cycle of, uh, of a class here that we do in our pathways called 201. 201, the first part of it is all about how to actually read your Bible so that it makes sense. And so if, if that's something that interests you, I would look out for that in the bulletin, online, wherever it comes. But the minute you see Elam 201, I would sign up for it. I teach the class. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's really great. And then lastly, something that we're going to do in January, just as an upcoming, we're going to spend about three weeks in the start of January talking about the Bible, and we're going to ask our church family, whoever would want to, to take on a Bible plan for this upcoming year, actually getting through the Bible in a year. I think it's, it's a challenge for many of us. I mean, even for me as a, as a local church pastor, honestly, some days it is very difficult to get to because life is is wildly busy. And I know people use that as an excuse. I know it's difficult. And yet, the reality is we all know, especially when if you grew up in Sunday school, that you do need to read your Bible, right? I mean, those are the two basics, read your Bible and pray. And it's almost like exercising. It's almost like a, a workout regime. I mean, we know that, you know, it doesn't matter how you put it together. The two things that you need to be to actually lose weight are exercise and eat properly. Well, there, there's no silver bullet when it comes to spiritual growth. The first thing that we need to do, and, and us as a church, what we're trying to do is to give you what you need and the equipping that you need when it comes through God's Word, to God's Word. And so uh, all of those resources are there for you. Also, the biggest thing that you can do is ask a local pastor here at Elam what they do to read their Bibles, how they do it. If I can encourage you with anything, like don't be scared of those conversations. The reality is that so many of us struggle in this area. And we have resources that we can give you so that you can start succeeding. So don't push it off and don't, you know, let's not mask it. If you're struggling in the area of actually getting to, to reading your Bible, I, I would encourage you, go talk to somebody. Go talk to Pastor Luke or Pastor Caitlin. Go talk to Pastor Marvin. Go talk to Pastor Blaine. Go talk to any one of us. And I'm sure that we'll, we'll be more than happy uh, and able to give you what you need and to meet your needs exactly where you are. So that's the first way. The second way that, that we as a church are trying to equip God's people, and Pastor Marvin talked about, like, this is an important part of the Christian life, this is how you get equipped, is through deep engagement with God's people. Listen, the reality is that you can't do this Christian thing on your own. I mean, we love to think that we can, but we, we really can't, can we? We have this thing in our heads, especially in our, our Christian subculture now, where it's my relationship with God, it's private. It's, it's mine and God's. It's, you know, you have nothing to say about it. And so, you know, get out of my life. And, you know, I, I, that's just, that's my own personal time with God. That's my own private time with God. And I would contend that, yes, your relationship with God might be personal, but it's not private. And the reason it's not private is because your relationship with God actually affects your life in various ways. It affects the way that you care for your spouse, your friends. It affects the way that you see your job and your purpose in the world. So there's no way that your relationship with God is this privatized thing that you keep to yourself and nobody ever gets engaged in. It's personal, but you pull everybody in by the way that it affects your life. And so 
a way to grow in that area, a way to grow in your relationship with God, to be equipped with what you need, is to actually find it through deep engagement with the people that surround you. And, and some of the ways that we offer you to do this is through things like e-lamentoring. I mean, if you can be in a mentoring process with somebody, that's fantastic. Maybe you're listening and you just think, I, I need to do something with my life. Like, I've, I've literally... I've uh, just gone through Christian life, I go to church, I do all the right stuff, but I feel purposeless. Listen, there are so many people in our church that need wisdom. Uh, maybe you've been tracking with God for a long time and you have tons of experience. Well, the, people need to hear your stories. And I, I always say this, there's purpose behind the pain. Everything that you have gone through, you've gone through for a reason. And I really believe it's so that you can turn around and help people that are going through the same things. And so maybe, maybe that's something for you. Maybe, maybe you need to track with elementoring as a mentor. Maybe you, you need to be mentored. So I would encourage you, go to our website, look through all of that, and you, when you see elementoring, apply to be a mentee. It's incredible how when you sit down with another Christian believer in the middle of all the mess of your life and you start sharing some stuff, how God, through that person, gives you incredible wisdom and insight into who it is that you are. So again, if I can encourage you, look at that. Also, we have small groups. It's incredible how when you get together with a few people, you start making some friendships. And it's so much easier to win in your Christian life when you have solid Christian friendships. You have people that can encourage you, can push you, can call you out on the stuff that is not okay. But the reality is that sometimes we don't want that accountability. But if you don't have that accountability, there's no way you'll ever grow. So again, join a small group join elementary, join one of our classes, join, you know, Wellspring, Sisterhood, Brotherhood. We have so many spaces where you can actually start getting to know people and maybe even start finding deep engagements with other Christians that love Jesus as much as you do. Over and over again in the Bible, God talks about how his people need to be unified, how they need to be together. And again, Ephesians 4 refers to the fact that the job of, of a local church pastor, uh, a leader inside of, a, in, inside of the church, is really to lead you to not only maturity, but also to unity, the church overall. And the way that you, we, we start unifying together is when we start, start sharing life together. I mean, really, at the end of the day, if we really believe that this Christian thing is all about being a family— then we have to start sharing life together because that's the only way that we'll actually progress and become the people that we need to be. And if you feel stunted in your spiritual life, the likelihood is that either you haven't found lots of depth in God's Word, like you're, being, you're just confused as to how, to how to actually get in there and study. Take care of that. But more than likely, more than that, is that you probably haven't found any deep engagement with people. You haven't found the space where you can share your heart and your doubts and your struggles. And I would encourage you, we have so many different spaces to do that. If, if it's a demographic group, maybe, you know, you're, you're a high school student listening to this. We have youth group here at, uh, at the church. It's on Sunday nights. If you're a junior high student listening to this, it's on Wednesday nights. If, if you're a, a, a mom that needs help, we have Wellspring. It happens on Tuesday mornings. We have so many spaces that you can find help in. Another another resource that potentially is for you, we have Elam support groups. And so these are groups where if you're dealing with mental health or you're dealing with some kind of struggle in an addiction, any kind, it's not necessarily just narcotic or, or alcohol. Uh, we have a men's group that meets on Monday nights. Join that one. We have a women's group that meets on, uh, on Thursday nights. J- join that one. We have a mental health group that meets on Wednesday nights every other week. 
Uh, it's a support group that, that actually, when you're dealing with things, you have somewhere to go and people to talk to. It's amazing how the minute that you speak it out, the minute you have people praying with you and understanding your struggle, how you begin to grow. And so make sure that you're connecting in some way. But again, the onus is on you. We're doing everything that we can to give you what you need. But at the end of the day, just like a workout regimen or personal trainers or whatever it is, you can only do so much for your clients. You can only do so much for the people that you serve. They have to choose or they have to want to actually grow. And so if you're tired of feeling um, deflated spiritually, our job, our role is to equip you. And we're giving, we have so many tools that we can help you with. But what we need from you is engagement. And so as you engage, we're, help, we're happy to help. We're happy to give you what you need. But that's the only way that you and I and all of us together can grow. Equipping God's people is something that we're passionate about, something that we literally sit around rooms on a weekly basis as a staff and talk about. How can we do this better? Where, where can we go so that, what can we find out? What are the resources that we can acquire so that the people in our church aren't just growing, uh, you know, in their worship or, or all of those things. We want them to grow spiritually. We, want, we love you guys. We want to make sure that you're growing in ways that leads you to Jesus uh, and maturity in him. And so, Listen, all that to say that equipping God's people is one of the things that we're passionate about here at Elam. It's one of our mission values of, so that as a community, we are a community on the journey to be more like Jesus. The way that we get there, one of the ways, is that Elam exists to equip God's people. And so we want to make sure that you know that we're, we're desperate to see you grow in Christ, that we want to take you through the spiritual continuum in ways that are good or healthy, that lead you to life. And so just so you know, all of the stuff I've spoken about on and more can be found at elamchurch.ca. Also, you can give any one of our pastors a call at, at any time, uh, depending on what area you're looking to get involved in. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram for what's coming up. You can follow us on Facebook for what's coming up. I mean, you can subscribe to this podcast. This can be one of the things that you do on a weekly basis to kind of hone your skills and, and, and maybe even change your thinking. You can go to even our, to our website to re-watch the sermons from the previous weeks. So there are so many ways for you to engage. And the reason why we do what we do, the reason why we get up in the morning, the, the, the whole point of us having the jobs that we have as pastors is to make sure that you are equipped to do the work of the ministry so that our church is unified and ultimately so that you can grow in maturity in Christ. So I hope you engage. We love you. We can't wait to, to engage again next week when we talk about how, as a church, we need to engage our world. Anyway, have a great week. Make sure that you, you know, hug somebody. 